So Netflix is dominating the world as we know, and we know that part of their strategy about five or so years ago was to enter emerging markets. And we've seen a lot of success as they've entered the Korean cinema market. And that has now been, I think, Netflix's best success story. We've seen so many other like international films that have done exceptionally well on Netflix. We're talking about Casa de Papel, so many Spanish foreign language films. Netflix has opened the doors for global cinema and made it mainstream. Exceptional content. But now let's talk about Nollywood. Now we know that Nollywood is referred to as the second biggest film industry in the world in terms of output, the, the quantity of movies that come out. Um, I know they said that in around 2010. I'm not sure if, they, if it's changed. But right now, Nollywood has been booming. It's a massive industry that sort of built itself from the grassroots. You know, we're talking about a country, you know, a developing country, very difficult film is a very expensive craft. So the fact that, you know, these guys, they built this from the ground up shows um, that it's really come a long way and they've built something fantastic out of nothing. And that's one way to look at it but it doesn't look like the fans doesn't look like nigerians are loving what's going on with netflix niger and let's talk about it so we know that netflix is in nigeria we also know that amazon recently entered the nigerian market amazon prime to compete with netflix and who's coming next hopefully hbo is gonna come but either way it's really shining a light on black stories. And this is a very important thing. But here's the problem. When we look at Netflix entering Africa, we look at the cinema that's coming out of South Africa, great, great stories. We're seeing the stuff coming out of Kenya, great, great stories. But how is it that Nollywood, the third or second biggest film industry in the world, is not producing quality? Now we're seeing the improvements. I mean, the industry is improving drastically. You know, it's improving drastically. We've seen the improvement in cinematography. It's not quite where Hollywood is or even, even South African standards either in terms of cinematography, but it's come a long way. <sighs> what is the problem with Nollywood? Now, so people have been tweeting. People have been tweeting and they're not happy. They are not happy with what's going on. So let's see what they have to say. And then I'll give you my two cents as a filmmaker that's been doing this for a long time. I don't know how many years now, 14 years. Wow. I'm doing this for 14 years. Film been, been in media for 17 years now. Oh my goodness. All right. So let's go check out what people have to say. Dear Nigerians, it's okay to say a movie is trash when it is. The only way Nollywood is going to become better is if the art they produce is critiqued and they can, and they take on the criticism and do better. When you go to the cinema, you don't watch for free. Don't allow anyone stop you from expressing your opinion when you've been sold a bad product. So people are complaining. Basically, the Chief Daddy movie came out on Netflix, Chief, Chief Daddy 2. 
and people do not like it. Let's see some more comments. But before we get into that, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. It really pushes this video out on the algorithm and encourages me to make more videos. This video is brought to you by Brand Video Pro. We help brands and influencers scale their influence and sales. So if that is useful to you, head on over to our website, click the link down below and find out how we can help you. You can book a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me. You can buy our course, the Members Lab, and we have so many more resources, so go on and check that out. All right, let's begin. So none of the actors in Chief Daddy 2 could take a pause to say Kini, I don't know, this is, I, I, I mean, Kini Bobo, something in Yoruba. Mo, Mo needs to know that the wedding party charm has worn off and she needs to hire actual writers. May I not see a movie as bad as Chief Daddy again this year? Chief Daddy is a prank. They will upload the original one next week. Wow. What hurts me most about Nollywood is they don't realize that a good plot is bare minimum. Like how hard is it to get a decent story FFS? I don't know what he means by FFS, but okay. You can afford to pay millions of Naira for aesthetics, fancy wardrobes, and sparkly locations, but not spare a dime for good writers. So that's one of the problem that you find in Hollywood, that people just don't want to pay writers anything. So you'll find a movie like this, Chief Daddy, maybe the budget was like, let's say 200 million Naira. It's Netflix, so it might have been more. So 200 million Naira, and this is just estimating, right? Just estimating here. So we'll say the movie production is 200 million dollars, maybe it's even more. So cause these guys, sometimes they're spending about $500,000 on these movies, right? So 200 million Naira divided by, oh, the exchange rate is bad now, 586, last I checked. So that's about 300, like $400,000, $341,000, right? So they spend all this money and they won't even pay the writer like they might pay the writer $500. They might pay them a thousand. And then they wonder why the most important component to your movie, the script, they wonder why these films are not well done. I mean, I could go on. Tried to usher in the new year supporting Nollywood on Netflix. Began with Chief Daddy 2. Couldn't finish. Moved to Niger Christmas. Same thing happened. Decided to try Kambili and I officially slept off. God knows I tried. But the, that Chief Daddy 2, eh. Okay, so we get the picture. People did not like this film and people are fed up with Netflix. I mean, I know Netflix announced the movie Amina... Yeah, so the movie Queen Amina on Netflix was the best doing it. I mean, I think it had the best view out of Nollywood, you know, that ever happened. But ultimately, all the reviews that I've heard about that movie were bad. And look, as a producer, as a filmmaker that has actually made a Nollywood short film before, I can tell you what's wrong. I can tell you what's wrong with the industry. Um... And the first thing starts with storytelling. It starts with the writing. Like I said, you know, I pointed out the problem that writers are not getting paid anything. They're getting paid pennies. And so that's already the ingredients for failure because now writers are rushing to create, to write a whole film in like a month or something or even less. And so if, when you're doing that, like films can take years to write, especially the good ones. But if you're spending a month writing a film, of course it's going to be terrible. So that's the first problem, right? The storytelling. 
and investing in like okay i talked about this in the last one when you look at a hollywood production you always get the basic foundation especially like yeah a studio film you're gonna get the basic foundation you're gonna get story structure you're gonna get good acting you're gonna get good production right and you're gonna get those components right you don't get that in Nollywood. It starts with the storytelling. You don't get the good storytelling. You don't get... They, they, I don't think they even understand the three-act structure, which is just like such a basic thing to know and do in your storytelling, but they don't even do it. So you've already lost 50% of your audience by way of not having good story structure. And it's just a simple formulaic thing that you can do. So that's the first thing, right? They mess up with this three-act structure. Then the acting. You see, the problem with the acting is that these actors don't make a lot of money. So, I mean, for those movies, maybe they're getting like 10 grand. If that, some of these actors get like five, like a thousand dollars, you know. So they're not getting paid anything, right? Let's say 10 grand, 20 grand for the bigger names and like a thousand dollars for the average actor, right? So you're not getting paid anything. So if you're making $1,000, and in Nigeria you're making $1,000 a month, I mean, that's like, I would say probably middle class over there. But if you're making like that much in one month, then you have to take on like 10, literally you have to take on 12 films a year. So the fact that these actors are doing so many films means that they don't have time to allocate to one film and give their all to that one film so that's another component to why these films are not doing well or not the, the acting is is not you know it's not strong then the that you couple that with the fact that you know these actors they don't actually train you know when you go to acting class especially in los angeles they tell you that every actor trains every single day like brad pitt the biggest actor trains every single day right but when you speak to these actors they don't go to acting school they don't do any of that but if you were in Hollywood and you see these big shows, all of these actors are in, are actively they're on TV and they're in they're actively enrolled in an acting school. But these guys think it's almost like traditional school. Like once you graduate, you don't have to do it anymore. No, 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 no. You have to keep going <laughs> every day. You have to act every day if you're going to be a good actor. So that's another component to it. I mean, and then the next one is production. Like as much as people will say, like it's glossy or whatever it's to me it's just not on par you're not getting the same gloss you're not getting the same aesthetic or quality aesthetic and actually it has nothing to do with the cameras it really has to do with the location and the architecture of the country uh, that makes the aesthetics look you know that make them just not look so good so um you know, when you shoot, you need to have depth. So when people are shooting against the wall, it's going to make the scene look bad. Or if you're shooting and the wall is dirty or it looks funny, or people shooting like in a room that's white, things like this just reduce the production quality or the production value. Um, so there's so many components to why these Nollywood films aren't uh, on the standard. But the thing is, like, there's no excuse because for $300,000, you can... Even with that little amount of money, you can actually still tell a story that is quality. And so these producers are focusing on the wrong thing. Um, and so I know that Netflix is making efforts to focus more on storytelling. Um, and I hope that that really just helps and improves the quality of these Nollywood films so that these people can stop 
you know, complaining. But I think it's so important that people speak their mind and they complain when they're not happy because these are the customers. We want to hear more of these like African stories, want to hear these black stories. I love Blood and Water on Netflix. I love what's coming out of South Africa. I can't watch an Hollywood film and I'm I'm originally from Nigeria. I want to watch an Hollywood films if they were giving me decent quality. Right, but I I can't sit through one. So, and as a filmmaker, I can't sit through one because it's almost like I feel like I would corrupt or infect my 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 ability to create. Right? If cuz if you watch it too much, you'll start thinking, "Okay, well, this is okay. I don't want to corrupt. I don't want to like t- contaminate my mind." So, I'm going to stick to the South African ones. Um and I just hope that like these producers will learn to do better. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. Leave a comment down below. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. My name is Kenneth and see you next time. Peace.